1: And this week is our last week of February. So we are having our last Templeton rye drink. Mm -hmm. And so in order to know the name of this drink and what goes in it, be sure to join our uh, Facebook uh, speakeasy page. (laughs) (laughs) Marriage on on the the Rock Rock speakeasy Speakeasy Facebook group. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And um, we, we shared a video... Of this one, this last week, and um, yeah. So what do you think of it? I don't think it's as bad as you said it was. Yeah,
0: it's I, I, there is champagne in this. Mm-hmm. That's all I'll say.
1: Yeah, I I like it. I don't think it's bad. At this
0: all. this little everybody watching this little whiskey taster is all that's left of the Templeton.
1: Yeah. And so then we, that's it. it was we, sad? We, we uh, was good. we thought we might as well
0: yeah, finish it off
1: mm-hmm. after we do this. Yeah, I mean, this is this has definitely been my probably my favorite rye. Yeah. of all time, it's, it's excellent. It's it is excellent really rye. good. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend it. Yep, um, and I think that even if you're like just starting out to get it, getting into whiskey, I mm-hmm. think that it's a really good rye. I give it a solid. Eight point two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I think I'd have to agree. Yeah, right. it's really good. So this week we are talking about how nice guys finish last. Yep. We thought this would be a, a good topic to discuss, um, especially because we've had a couple people reach out and um, and yeah, we wanted to really dive into this topic. Mm-hmm. But before we get started with that, Seth has his positive-ass post
0: of the week. Yes. This one, I think it it kind of has a couple of meanings. Um, but it says, in relationships, the little things are the big things. Simply put, I think that if you look at it from, I'm with a partner that does these little things for me and those equal big things, I think that's what the intent is behind it. Mm-hmm. But I also think that you could look at this the other way Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and say, well, all the little things that my partner does that bothers me have now accumulated to where it's a big problem. Yeah. Um, So I think it's initially supposed to be very positive and that's how we want to present it. But Mm -hmm. I thought it was kind of unique because I think it really ties into the, it's about perspective.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly.
0: And I think that we're about to share two different perspectives of the same thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I thought that that was kind of a, is the glass half full or half empty kind of look at what is probably triggered depending on, on your mindset, a positive post or a negative post. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Full disclosure. We are recording on a Saturday (laughs) and it is national margarita day. Yes. Um, We did share a video of how to make a delicious Three shots of tequila margarita. Uh-huh. So if you have not... It's on the Marriage on the Rock. You don't have to be part of the Speakeasy group to see it. Mm-hmm. It's on our Marriage kind on the of page. Yeah, kind, kind of a teaser. Yeah, kind of a teaser, teaser to the Speakeasy page. Um, but we've already had those,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and now we're diving in to record the episodes. Yeah, so and now we're having whiskey on If top last of- week was any indication when I'm drinking multiple drinks on an episode <laughs> how how real my shit gets, <laughs> it may get real again. Oh, no. Is that okay?
1: Yeah. Oh, I, it's perfectly okay. Shoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do this. So, yeah, we, um, like, like Seth said, perspective, really. Um, uh, and I think that this is really, it was really kind of a neat thing to to get. Because we had, okay, so we had a couple people reach out to us. and A guy and then a girl. Yeah.
0: Not connected.
1: No, not connected at all. And so the guy reached out and he, you know, he told us that he... He basically does everything for his wife.
0: Most, and this is not really a dig at him, but I will say most of the men that reach out, and and I say this because I can smell my own, and this is what I used to do with my ex. Most men that reach out to us only focus on what they think that they're doing right. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of how this one was. Here's, Here's what I'm doing. I do this, 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 and this. Um... And aren't I the best ever? Why am I still having problems? And that tends to be kind of a typical way that men who put themselves in a category, either intentionally or unintentionally, as a quote-unquote good catch or a good guy or a nice guy, Mm -hmm. tend to kind of come at that. So I I think that's just kind of fun to note that most guys tend to present themselves yeah, in that manner. That's so true. Women don't typically do that.
1: No. Uh uh-uh. I know. And yeah, and I would say I would say most of the guys that have reached out to us do exactly that. Yeah. That's funny that you say mm-hmm. that. I I guess I didn't even think of it that way.
0: But they do. And I say I could smell my own because that used to be something that I would do with my ex wife a lot. I would uh-huh. say, I don't understand why you're so upset. I do. This, 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 Liz. this. Most uh-huh. women would kill to be with a guy like that. And still searching for that why are you not happy look from my perspective when comparatively to the other guys she would be exposed to or the husbands that we knew or things like that, in that that level of competition, I should have been winning. Mm-hmm. But it felt like I was losing. Yeah. And so I think a lot of guys do that.
1: I know. Well, I know. And and this guy specifically, mm-hmm. well, he feels like he's losing. And mm-hmm. he... And he has know, no idea why. Yeah. And he's like, you know... I I cook for her. I you know I make her breakfast mm-hmm. and I clean the house. I take care of the kids. Even yep. does a
0: lot of kid duties.
1: And he's like, it just seems like everything that I do goes unnoticed, and she just doesn't want anything to do with me sexually. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And and when a guy says goes unnoticed. Most men don't typically mean the, oh, hey, thanks for doing the laundry. That's great. They really mean go unnoticed means I did all this shit for my wife and she still isn't putting out. <laughs>
2: yeah. So
0: we'll just go ahead and clear that up right now. Yeah. <laughs> Most guys try to kind of paint it like this noble picture of I do all this stuff and I just feel like she's not giving me. When guys say I'm not getting attention, um, I'm, it's going unnoticed. What I do goes unappreciated. What goes you – know, all these things. What they really mean is sex. Mm-hmm. That's what they're talking about. <laughs> they're talking about sex. Yeah. You know? I know. You do, gotta, you think,
1: do you think there's ever guys that are like, you know, like, I guess.
0: Maybe like male feminists. Yeah, maybe. Or something. Uh-huh. I don't know.
1: Yeah. But I would say the majority, at least yeah. 99% of the time. All it, of those things typically
0: translate to, I'm not getting the amount of nookie that I think I should be getting for what I'm putting into this relationship. Uh-huh. And that's usually what it is. And so it becomes this inadvertent kind of scorekeeping yeah. contest of, well, I don't know why she's not putting out, because I have this on this checklist of what would, what would most women want in a man. I need all of those.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But there's some key things that because of their actions, you can tell are missing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That what may be higher on her priority of a checklist than his.
2: Yeah,
1: uh-huh.
0: But before we talk too much about, I guess, the well, I don't know, do we want to
1: dive into what the guy is saying? I mean, what
0: we... I, I don't know. I think we kind of need to share the girl okay. to give a little more context. Okay. So okay. so on the heels of this, of this, you know, really, you know, his question was, what else do I need to do? What Or what am I doing wrong? What else do I need to do? you know why is my wife not wanting to reciprocate my efforts via sex mm-hmm. really is yeah. what what the question is mm-hmm. i'm doing all of these things i like you said i'm taking care of the kids i i'm fixing meals i'm cleaning the house i'm doing laundry i'm making beds i'm once again this is all shit i did in my last relationship yeah and i had the exact same question so that's why it really on a personal level really resonated with me with this question, because I felt the same way. Like, what else do I have to do? I'm doing all of these things, and and she is uninterested in me in a physical and sexual manner, mm-hmm. um, or very limited. And you find yourself as a guy trying to build up this sex credit or sex karma mm-hmm. via non-sexual actions, hoping that your wife is going to translate vacuuming and mopping into, oh, well, great job. Okay, yeah, he deserves a blowjob tonight. <laughs> And that's not how most women think. I
1: know. Yeah. Um, You know? Yeah, maybe I'll I'll think that way with you.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah. That's because I've got a special relationship. (laughs) But but you kind of have to, like, flip it around. Like, is that what guys really think? I mean, like. When you open your drawer and all your socks, for you, you're like, "Geez, man, she did an awesome job folding my underwear and socks. I'm gonna eat that pussy tonight." <laughs> I mean, is that? I don't think guys go through that either. I know. So I think it's funny that they're. <laughs> are you okay? Yeah. You're I think it's funny that guys go to that place uh-huh. immediately. Like you go to take a shower. Like, geez, man, there's no grout stains in here at all. She did a good job. Oh yeah, I'm gonna take care of her tonight. <laughs> you know. I know. So I, I just I think it's weird that men think that. And once again, I was the same moron uh-huh. that thought that way. Like, yeah. well, I don't understand why she's not sexually or physically attracted me because I'm doing all of these other things. Um, and then you tend to see those guys take what they think are, you know, sexy measures to get them <laughs> interested sexually. And we'll talk about that in a minute because uh-huh. I, I want to have a little bit more before I start making fun of that too much because I think it'll be funnier if I'm a little more tipsy. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, but before we go too far down that path <laughs> on the hills of this this contact to us mm-hmm. we got another well, yeah, and this is like all within like
1: a couple a month, months yeah. yeah, within each other,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I think that you know we we get stuff you know people reaching out all the time and I think we've said before where it's like, okay, well, do we have enough? You know, mm-hmm. one, do we have enough to talk about? Two, you know, how many people? Yeah, how many, people, yeah, how many yeah. people are going through this and all that? But then, like, to get a couple of a couple mm-hmm. of different people reaching out, and one being male, one being female, and one being you know the opposite perspective mm-hmm. of all of this, we were like, oh yeah, let's let's talk about this. This is this is gonna be. We think it's going to be good. I don't know. (laughs) But so, yeah, a woman reached out Mm -hmm. and she reached out saying that, you know, my, my husband, he, he does a lot for me. And, you know, he, he does everything that a woman should want from a man in a relationship.
0: Basically. The same list that the guy said he does for his wife, she said, "My mm-hmm. husband does these things pretty much in the exact same way. Mm-hmm. Um, little differences here and there, but it was the same stuff." Mm-hmm. You know, when you got down to it, my, my husband is—he's a great dad. He, you know, uh, he picks the kids up. He deals with soccer practice. He, you know, he cooks most of our meals. He, so you were seeing a lot of similarities. Once again, they were not connected. Mm-mm. Um, but it was neat. You know, once again, kind <clears throat> of hearing her perspective, he does all these things, but even though he's a, a great guy.
1: I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with me, because yeah. I just keep getting irritated that at all of these little things that he does for me. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. Why am I feeling the way that I do? Because he's doing everything that he can, and than some, mm-hmm. and most women would be like, I would kill to have a, a husband like that, but I'm not, I don't like it mm. <laughs> for some reason. Yeah. And it was, it was just kind of, I mean, it is weird to think about because you do think like, well, yeah, like what are you complaining about? Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, I completely understand too. Yeah. And I know that there is I mean, I've been there before in a previous relationship where I couldn't stand the nice my nice boyfriend that mm-hmm. I had. And I don't know, we so we were really thinking about it though, like, why is it that us as women get annoyed or irritated at these men that are just trying to Be nice. Be nice and be good to us. (laughs) And and it's not that, like, I don't think it's necessarily that we want the bad boy, but it's just why is it that the nice guy irritates us?
0: Well, it goes back to my favorite quote I've ever said on the show. Girls do like nice guys. They just don't like pussies. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of times we sugarcoat calling, you know, a pussy, a pussy by calling him a nice guy Mm -hmm. or he's really sweet or he's really sensitive or he's really caring or he's really attentive. And it's qualities that I think, you know, on paper or at first glance or first thought, most women would be like, well, I want my partner to do these things. Mm -hmm. Do you want your partner to do those things every day? I mean, is, would breakfast in bed with a tray on your lap every morning, Waking up to the smell of bacon and coffee, do you want to wake up seven days a week like that for the rest of your life? Mm-hmm. And I think some women would be like, yes, <laughs> I do, because nobody's ever even done that for me once. Yeah. But you still have to put it in context.
1: Ooh, yeah. And I, I think that even women that say that,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that say, yes, I would want that, once they do have it, they don't appreciate it. Yeah. And they... Well, it becomes
0: an expectation, too.
1: That, too. Yeah. Yeah. But
0: (laughs) it's not special if you get it all the time. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I think that is a a big
1: thing. Is it? It it does It doesn't. It isn't special anymore. Mm -hmm. And it's like meh. Like oh, he does all this stuff for me, you know. Whatever. Like I don't have to. I don't have to worry about him. I don't know. Do uh, he does everything nice for me anyway? So yeah. I'm just gonna treat them like crap, mm-hmm. and maybe they don't intentionally say that I'm gonna treat them like crap, but I think
0: that it becomes very unappreciated because uh-huh. it is a norm.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: And uh, I mean, it's it's one of those things, and, and I think you can use you can use kind of the scenario of you know Valentine's just happened a couple of weeks ago, so most women across the country got roses. Most women expect roses on Valentine's Day or some kind of flower. Mm-hmm. There's the handful of weird ones that are married to losers that don't buy flowers anyway. So you're like, oh, I don't like flowers. And you're full of shit. But <laughs> those aside, most, the majority of women expect flowers on mm-hmm. Valentine's Day. Now, if you have the guy that gets you flowers for special occasions throughout the year or, uh, let's start there. Let's say you get flowers on special occasions. You get flowers on your birthday, Valentine's Day, and your anniversary. You expect it. If you don't get it, it's a problem. Mm -hmm. Then the next level up, well, I guess even below that is the guys that just don't buy flowers, period. And we'll just forget them and pretend they don't exist for a minute. So we'll start that the bare minimum is, men, you should be at least getting your partner flowers for those special occasions. Uh So let's theoretically say you are. But then there's that next level of guy that says, yeah, I I cover all those as well. But I also do just because flowers Mm -hmm. here and there. I send flowers for this. I send flowers for that. I, you know, just think about it. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to, you know, it's been a couple of months since Valentine's Day. We're, you know, I'm not, it's not Memorial Day flowers, but it's, you know, springtime. There's different types of flowers options. I'm going to send her a bouquet of some carnations and lilacs or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And you can tell by my knowledge of flowers, I order flowers. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so you got the guys that do the... Just because flowers uh-huh. here and there, yeah, and so girls that get that like well, that's extra sweet. Mm-hmm. But would you really want someone that go that did that? That's like, you know, we see that story. I've seen that story of that old guy that every day he stops at this one grocery store and buys a rose and gives to his wife.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's meant to be the sweet story of this old guy that still connects with his wife on a manner <clears> of giving her flowers every day. Mm-hmm realistically, how special is that if you're on the receiving end? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, great. I got my rose today. Thanks. I mean, how often can you say thank you before it's not special anymore? Yeah. And I think the same thing goes with the gestures and some of these efforts that a lot of guys try to put in and want credit for. Mm -hmm. Because once again, I did the same thing. You know, I'm doing all your laundry. I make the bed every day. I'm taking care of our son. I'm cooking the meals. I packed your lunch. I vacuumed the carpet. I mopped the floors. I, you know, whatever. And I'm not looking for a thank you. I'm looking for some kind of validation of what I did and wanting it reciprocated in some kind of physical, sexual manner. And I've seen that guys that that physical and sexual connection with their partner as it starts to distance and distance and distance they do one of two things. They either completely detach and say, well, I ain't doing shit Mm
2: -hmm.
0: or they completely overcompensate and they're chasing this rabbit that they're never going to catch anymore. Mm -hmm. And then they get so bitter and so frustrated that they lose it. Mm -hmm. And they just don't understand why they can do all of these things and they're still not getting what they want. And at the end of the day, that basically takes the gestures and the things that you're doing, and turns them in from selfless into selfish. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. think women can sense that. The I only know. reason you're doing this is because you want me to have sex with you. Yeah,
1: I don't know. I I, I agree with that. I do. Um, well, then
0: that's all you got to say.
1: No, that's <laughs> not all I got to say. <laughs> but so I think about, um, like I said, I was in a relationship. Once before that I was with the super I mean nice guy yeah super nice guy and Seth is a super nice guy to me and he treats me great but just you yeah and just me and I think <laughs> that the way that Seth treats me I don't know I don't know how it's different though like <laughs> so I mean this guy would you know call me every day and you know tell me how much he loved me and Buy me little gifts here and there, mm-hmm. and I
0: same stuff I do.
1: Yeah, the same exact same exact stuff that you would do. But there was something about him that irritated me. Mm-hmm. I was like, uh, just stop. Why are you trying to be all nice and do all these things for me? <laughs> and then you sound like a bitch when yeah, you say that. Exactly. And you feel like that. Yeah. yeah. And it was just irritating. Mm-hmm. And I think that, uh, like, I guess the reason why I don't completely agree with you is because I think that there, the woman has to have some sort of a, I don't know, sexual connection, more of a sexual connection with the person that she's with in order to feel...
0: Good about it. I don't well, know. And, and, well, and well, to reciprocate naturally, uh-huh. and, and I think you, you really kind of hit on it, the desire has to already be there. Mm-hmm. You cannot manufacture desire. Mm-mm. And that's what a lot of these guys are trying to do. And they really do truly desire their wife in mm-hmm. a sexual way. They want to um, – oh, man, I have a really good thought that I don't want to say now, but I'm, I know I'll forget it if I don't. You know, I'll risk it, I guess. Um, but they truly desire their partner in a sexual way. Mm -hmm. They, I think some of it's a combination of, of realistic love of I'm not looking anywhere else. I don't want anybody else. It is you. And I do think that that is kind of evenly mixed with you're my only option right now. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean that in a bad way. As shitty as that really sounds. That's kind of mean. But it's, it's really like you're my only option and I'm not looking. And I think they kind of mean it in a sweet way or they think it that way. I don't know if they really know how to verbalize it. I don't think I'm verbalizing it correctly anyway, <laughs> but because of that, it's, oh, it's, well, it's like, it's like Adam Sandler said on the hundred percent fresh or whatever, uh-huh. how like, how he's trying to talk his wife in anal sex. He's yeah. like, look, I, I love you. We've been together 25 years. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not trying to get this anywhere else. I really just want to do this with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, you know, kind of this beg and plead and, and it wasn't that if she says, no, I'm going to go get it somewhere else. And I yeah. think that's how a lot of guys are. It's like, look, I I, I, I just want to have sex with you. I'm not looking at other women. I'm not. And this is where men start trying to kind of go down the path of what you want a cookie. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to strip clubs. Yeah. I'm not out cheating. I'm not liking stuff on social media. I'm not looking at other women. You know, all this. Once again, those are things you shouldn't be doing anyway if you're married, regardless yeah. of your wife putting out or not.
2: Uh-huh.
0: But they want You know, that sex credit or physical karma points out of it Mm -hmm. for boasting on something they should just do anyway. Right. But the big key piece that's missing is the desire. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that I think that men don't see that the desire is missing because they desire their partner. And they're like they think that their actions. I blame women for this and I don't mean that in a bad way. Women are so good with when you look at even we you know we reviewed the lists of what women are attracted to and what women like. Women are so good at really not focusing so much on the physical aspects of their partner to be attracted to them that there's other factors that draw them close to someone other than exactly how they look. But once you start going down that path of, you know, in the in the Top ten things I look for in a partner. Looks is number eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've set a precedence to your partner that all those other seven things are more important than looks, and then you tend to see women be like, well, "I'm not attracted to him anymore." I know, I know. Yeah, because
1: because they are, they they think that the other stuff is more important. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe initially. Well, because they're not shallow. Uh huh.
0: And they're not but ignorantly shallow.
1: They end up kind of being shallow,
0: though. I, I, think. I don't think it's shallow. I think it's just human nature. Mm. I wouldn't label it. I, and once again, I'm you know I'm the asshole. I think any guy <laughs> or any girl can say, "I want my sexual partner to meet these criteria." Mm-hmm. They have to look this way, sound this way, be this tall, be this short, be this big, but whatever. You're allowed to say that. It's mm-hmm. your body. It's your sexual preference. You're allowed to have that. I think men are much more quicker to be like, or is that even much more quicker? I think <laughs> yeah, I that's
1: right. not proper English.
0: <laughs> They're quicker at saying, "Well, I want a, you know, I I want a five foot five blonde, hundred and twenty five pound girl with with big boobs and a perfect butt and long legs, you mm-hmm. know, whatever it is." Right. I think women say that kind of presenting it almost jokingly,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but there's a half truth behind
1: mm-hmm. it. I think so too,
0: and. Women have been made to feel bad of by not accepting men for who they are, mainly because we see a lot of women now trying to make men accept them for who they are, minus their physical flaws mm-hmm. or physical imperfections or physical fitness level. All these other things that women are collectively not not everyone, but you're seeing you know more of these movements of you know I'm beautiful just the way they am uh, the way I am. Don't try to change me and and all that stuff. And so they end up looking hypocritical if they're like, well, I don't want to bone my, my you know, husband. That dad is, bod yeah, husband. Yeah, dad bod husband when yeah. I'm sitting here watching Aquaman five times a week. Yeah. <laughs> you know. don't compare. I'm not attracted uh-huh. to you anymore. I know. And so they sound hypocritical saying that uh-huh. because they know how hurtful it would be if... He said the same thing. Yeah.
1: I know. And, you know, because he is the nice guy mm-hmm. and he is treating her right. And I think that I, I do think that women tend to look past the looks, though, in the beginning and that they are, you know, I guess, genuine about how they want to be treated. Mm-hmm. But does that last
0: long yeah, term? Is that long-term? a sustainable yeah. Type of, yeah.
1: And I don't think it, I don't think it does. Mm-hmm. I think that you really have to be completely physically attracted to your partner. Yeah. Both, both ways, mm-hmm. you know, both, both people. And I think that, I, th- I think that men are honestly easier to please <laughs> when it comes to long-term uh, being attracted to your partner. Mm-hmm. And women are just... Fickle. They realize later yeah. that, oh, shoot, maybe I could have gotten better looking Well, dude. <laughs> you're not
0: allowed to say all these things and share all these posts about physical attractiveness <gasps> fades. But, oh,
1: gosh. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> you
0: God. almost dropped your drink. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, you phys- physical beauty fades, but personality, that's forever. Mm-hmm. You can't say that when you're in your 20s when you decide to pick an uggo. <laughs> and then... Try to convince yourself, well, everybody's going to be ugly over the next in 50 years anyway, and we'll all have a level playing field. Mm-hmm. I just have to suck it up for that time frame and miss out. Because what you end up seeing is, well, I'm, I'm not I'm not old and ugly yet. Why do I have to settle for somebody that, <laughs> that looks this way or, yeah. or that I'm not physically attracted to? Now, the girl that reached out didn't say that. She didn't say, I'm not physically attracted.
1: No, she didn't. No, uh-uh.
0: But But I'm assuming she's not. But
1: we, yeah, I guess like we go to, we go straight to that assumption Mm -hmm. because that's just, I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to think though, because like in my previous relationship with that, I initially I was physically attracted to him. Mm -hmm. It was, I don't know what it was that just made me not like him. Anymore. And I think that, you know what I think it was? Is that he was too sensitive. Yeah. And I didn't like that. I wanted someone that was more of, that took control, mm-hmm. I guess, more of a quote unquote man. Yeah. And he wasn't.
0: You gotta be careful saying that. I know,
1: exactly. That's
0: why I said quote unquote. But I think a lot of people are like, well, wh- what is a man? <laughs> What's a man? You know, we mean it in the traditional sense mm-hmm. of a man's a man.
1: Yeah, sorry if we're offending anyone, yeah. but go refer little, to our...
0: little beta bitch.
1: <laughs> go refer to our, oh, you're offended episode. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, I, I, but I think that, that that's one of the things that we're seeing, and I think that we're going to see as this younger generation matures and grows. They're going to grow out of the phases that they're in mm-hmm. with... Wanting someone's, you know, uber sensitive and open and wears their heart on their sleeve. <sighs> what, what was it I was saying about sensitivity? I like, there's there's a fine I can't remember how I put it to you. I said something about, like, there's a fine line between you being. Oh, it was a sensitive person that everybody knows is sensitive is a pussy.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: Someone that's sensitive just to one person's needs is sensitive, and so that's the difference.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: is if everybody's like, "Oh, you got, you got watch out for his feelings, he's going to get upset if you say that." Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, we're going to go watch this movie, watch he's going to cry three or four times throughout this movie. Yeah, and I know that these are very you know toxic masculinity shit, and, and get out of here if you don't like it. but <laughs> there, there is an absence of true masculinity within that person's I don't want to say their character, but just their way they are mm-hmm. and and right now we're we're in this culture where you it's almost like you're not allowed to have any of it at all. It's almost like well, if you have any type of of machismo or or whatever it is you're you're labeled as bad mm-hmm. or that you're abusive oh, yeah. or or you know insensitive to your partner. and that's not the case that's not the case at all. Mm-hmm. But you you, and then you it's almost like well, no, 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 we we don't want this guy that that you know is is a man, we want this guy that is is borderline feminist or actual feminist who you know acts like a female
2: mm-hmm.
0: in the traditional generic sense mm-hmm. of what they say, yeah, and so I think that the sensitivity level, like you said, is and if you're like, well, am I like that? If you're that guy that's always like, what's wrong? What's wrong? Are you okay?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Is, is everything fine? Are you upset about something? <laughs> oh, my God. Did I do something? Okay. You're pussy. Did you ever do that in your previous relationship? No. No. No, I don't think too much. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that I went into it more of a man than I came out of it, and I had to recover. Mm-hmm. Because would you have considered yourself a pussy, though, like in, uh, no, in that? Be, be, and the I would say no, because the reason was I, I never turned into a doormat.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. um, you always spoke your mind. Uh, yeah, I let and, her know how uh-huh. I felt about it. Yeah. I didn't just idly sit back and be like, well, why is this happening? Uh-huh. And, you know, I'd be like, you know, I wouldn't be like, fuck you or anything like that. But it was just like, "Yeah."
1: You were definitely beat down, but not oh, yeah. beat down enough to, to be considered
0: a pussy. Right. Mm-hmm. But I think that these, these guys, like, like the guy that, that contacted us, I, I don't want to say that somebody is trying all those things as a pussy because I don't think they are. No. But there's something that's going on that your partner is, in a lack of better term, that's why we titled it this way, is like they're just too nice. Mm-hmm. And when someone says you're too nice, that doesn't mean take this pendulum and swing it all the way to their end and be a complete, narcissistic, inattentive asshole, Asshole. (laughs) Yeah, I would just tell that guy, well, let up. Mm -hmm. If you're the kind of guy that you and your wife are sitting there watching Netflix, and you get up, and every time you get up, you're like, do you need another drink? Do you need something to eat? Do you need me to get you anything while I'm up? I'm not telling you don't be nice, don't be attentive. Back off a little bit. Mm -hmm. Don't do that so much. Mm-hmm. When you get up, if you want to go fix yourself another drink, or you want to go grab something to eat, or you're gonna, you know, grab- and, the, and then it'll turn into a fight.
1: Why are yeah, you ask me for a fight? drink? Or well, whatever. you
0: set that. You need to re- reset re- reset those expectation levels.
1: You know what else I was thinking is that is the confidence level. I was thinking like yeah. um, he didn't. The guy that I dated anyway, he didn't have enough confidence in himself. To know yeah. that I w- that I want well, and maybe it was that I didn't give him the confidence to to make him know that mm-hmm. I liked him back, but he didn't have the confidence enough to to know it himself. Mm-hmm. So it made me not want to reciprocate.
0: Right. Yeah, I, I agree, and I think that even even to step back, I'm I. I don't get up to get a drink and don't offer you anything. I still do that. I
1: know. Yeah. And
0: so it's, it's hard to, and then that's where this guy was coming from of, you know, you, I do all the stuff you say that a guy should do. (laughs) I know. Why is my wife still not attracted to me? I
1: know. I know.
0: Dude, it's you. Yeah. I I mean, there's not a real nice (laughs) way of putting it. It's there's something about you.
1: Unfortunately. Yeah. That's
0: the hard truth. Yeah. And it's, Maybe it is your confidence level. Maybe mm-hmm. it is your your manliness. Maybe it is your your, your physical appearance. Maybe, you know, wh- whatever it is, there's something about you that probably your wife can't even pinpoint and say, just like the girl that reached out, mm-hmm. I don't know why I get annoyed by this. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm not attracted to my husband because they're doing everything right. I'm just not attracted to him. Mm-hmm. And the poor schmo is trying so hard to get my attention, and it's just not working. No. And most people, not even women, most guys, I believe, what are you doing? Did you finish your drink?
1: Yeah, I finished my drink.
0: You're not supposed to start drinking (laughs) that That's good. That was for me. Aw. Is it good? Yeah, it's (laughs) It's really good. I need to Uh finish drinking my drink here. But it's, you know, they they just don't know (sighs) How to fix it, how to create that desire that's not there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And you can't manufacture it. You just can't pull it out of thin air. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's really hard to be like, well, try this. We'll try that. Because if your partner's, and that was what that once again, this is where I went with my ex. It was, I didn't think I was a bad looking dude. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that, you know, she was. I don't even know a nice way to say this. Based on her choices after me, Mm -hmm. physical appearance was obviously not (laughs) high on her priority list.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you don't need to try to be nice about
0: that. Yeah. (laughs) So that was not, uh, you know, she obviously didn't want some six foot two, you know, handsome, rugged guy. Yeah. Because that's not the direction she went in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Um,
1: oh, I'm sure that I'm sure that like after, after you started getting buff and started getting more tattoos and stuff, she was. Well, I know that her her I guess boyfriend or husband, ended up being like, "What the hell? Like, wow, <laughs> he's ripped now."
0: <laughs> and she may have been like, "Why the fuck didn't he look like that when we were together?" Yeah. Yeah. You didn't earn this.
1: Yeah. You didn't put in on this yeah. bitch. Right.
0: <laughs> but I think that, you know, even for from her perspective of why she wasn't attractive, there was something about me mm-hmm. that she, she just, that was such a turnoff. Mm-hmm. And this is a hard pill to swallow as a dude. There was something about me that I, I don't think I changed for you, because I may have, I don't even know what it was, but there was something about me that was such a turnoff for her that it just made her completely unattracted to me in some kind of physical manner.
1: Mm-hmm. I know. Well, and that's the <clears throat> that's the thing, and I don't know. Maybe just us as women, we are confusing, you know, because because like you said. You do all these things for me, and I wouldn't get annoyed by you calling me. Mm-hmm. I mean, we call each other. I call you when we're when I'm taking off down the road. You give me
0: a kiss. You're <laughs> driving ten minutes to the gym, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, "All right,
1: I'll call you. I'll call
0: you when I get in the car." And you call me before you back out of the driveway, <laughs> and we talk the whole way you get to work, right? And then as soon as you start to leave, you call me, and we talk back.
1: Uh huh. And and I would get irritated and annoyed at the dude that i was with before mm-hmm. and i don't know what the big difference is though
0: well so and i think that some of that you could ask the question as far as like even compliments go if i if i text you and you know we talked about it on a couple of episodes and i'm like god you're you're so beautiful you're not like <laughs> but there are some girls that are with dudes that they say the same thing, and it's like, ugh. I know.
1: They're like,
0: why, why even say that to uh-huh. me? And they almost, <laughs> look, the compliment, because of who it's coming from. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything.
1: Uh-huh. I know. And it's annoying. Uh-huh. And it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, you know, whether it be a compliment or a, even a kiss on the cheek,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it coming from the person that you want it to come from. Yeah. It makes a huge the difference.
0: Desire yeah. mm-hmm. The desire has to be there. The desire has to be there. And I think that, you know, we've talked a lot about on here in previous episodes about your efforts and all those things need to be reciprocated.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's what I would go back to with this, with, with a guy that that says that. It's like, look, here's the checklist of, of what perfect men should do. I meet all of those. Your checklist and the public opinion checklist is different than apparently what your partner's is.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Your partner may not put too much stock in how much time the bet is made. Your partner may not put much stock in that you rub her feet every single night when you're on the couch watching TV. Your partner may put more stock in you being an actual man and taking control of the situation and stop asking so much for a for a validation and feedback from your partner. And it, once again, it doesn't mean you need to act like, I don't give a shit what you think, this is me, take it or leave it, because you're not going to be able to pull that off anyway because that's mm-hmm. not who you are as a person. Right. But you need to be a little (laughs) self-aware of how you're presenting yourself because you may be so nice that it's a turn off. Mm -hmm. And that's – I think guys that are like that, they don't want to believe that that's even a possibility. I know. Because they've been like, well, I've I've been told by so many people that, you know, if you weren't married, I'd introduce you to my daughter. She needs a nice guy. (laughs) And, And they hear all these bullshit Compliments from outside influencers, mm-hmm. th- then then fucking get divorced and go date. You know that that daughter of yeah, the woman
1: that wants the nice guy. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but I would be willing to bet dollars to donuts she doesn't want that really nice of a guy. Uh
1: huh.
0: And and to the girl that reached out, I don't know what your past is. Sometimes you'll see with women, they dated. You know, one injured the spectrum, an attentive asshole jerk. You know, whatever loser, fuckwad, whatever you want to call him. And then they're like, I'm done with those bad boys. When it wasn't really bad boys, you were dating a moron. (laughs) But they're like, I'm done with the bad boys. That was no good for me. I'm going to date a nice guy. And it's like, and then you swing all the way to the other side. It's like, well, no, you don't want that either. You want something in the In the middle. You want somebody that's a little bit of adventurous, that takes charge, that is attentive, that's not distant, but wants to make you happy, for the sake of making you happy, not wanting to make you happy so it's Saturday night and I want you to touch my wiener.
1: <laughs> well, I know. So that's one thing that I wanted to to talk about and address is, like, because we were talking about it earlier, about the, um, like, getting in the mood and mm-hmm. to have sex and, um, and the nice guy, you know, being like, oh, um... What were we saying? Like like, um, a a massage or whatever? Yeah.
0: The nice guy. It's like, I got some
1: oils and.
0: (laughs) I don't know know how how personal I want to get with it.
1: (laughs) I think we were saying a couple different things.
0: I mean, the the nice guy will roll out the red carpet for the disinterested partner Mm -hmm. and say, Oh, I've I've got got this nice mood, mood music on. It's going to relax you and calm you down, and I've, you know, I've got, you know, this. I bought this cool little little massage oil kit, or, you know, whatever it is. uh, I'm going to do this, and it really trying to come off like, I just want to help you. I want to help you feel better, Mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever whatever the intent is, but his real intent is to have sex with his wife. Mm Mm-hmm. And and once again, I have been there, so I, I'm not I'm not just pulling this rabbit out of a hat, <laughs> out of the blue. But a guy that is going to take charge may take some of those similar steps, mm-hmm. you know. For you, and it's hard to even say because I think that I'm in a situation where I don't have to do those things to get laid by my wife no, no you're lucky <laughs> and i think that that's one of the big differences uh-huh. i do those things because i want to uh-huh and i'm not saying these other guys don't want don't to. Uh-huh. but i think there is you know it's like oh if, <laughs> if, if i if i do if i play my cards right tonight i'm gonna get lucky
2: mm-hmm.
0: and that's that's not i don't have to worry about that now uh-huh. and i used to try to play my cards with my ex all the time and, and You know, she would call my bluff, and it never ended in anything. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And I think that with with you, if, you know, you're cleaning up, you're taking a shower, we're going to go to bed, if I light the candles, if I get the bed ready, if I can turn on mood music as well, I can go through each of those steps, but I come at it from a, I guess, a higher sense of confidence with that, Almost kind of a role play, and I guess in some instances for us, it It has been a complete Uh role play (laughs) type of scenario Uh that's fun, and you're into, and you enjoy it. Mm -hmm. But if your partner doesn't enjoy that, you are barking up the wrong tree.
1: Mm -hmm. I know. I know. Well, I I guess so. Is it just making sure what you're... Well, you have to know what your partner's into. Mm -hmm.
0: You have to know what your partner... How your partner wants to be turned on.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And sometimes your partner may not even know yeah. on, on what that is. I mean, I think that for us, from a sexual perspective, we, the power shifts mm-hmm. for us. It's not that you're not one of those girls that's like, well, I, I need a man that's going to throw me on the bed and, <laughs> and tell me what's up.
1: No, because I do that
0: to you. Well, no, that's, I'm But well, that's where we can... Swap. Like, but it's not intentional. No. It's, like, it's it's not like, who's in charge tonight?
2: <laughs> no. You know, it's no, the
0: moment. and right. And letting it take us where we need to. Uh-huh. Um, or where we want it to go. And it's very natural. Mm-hmm. And so And I
1: think that's the I think that's a key word, natural. mm -hmm. Because I think that guys that are the nice guy try too hard. Try way too hard at that. And Mm -hmm. it's not natural. And it ends up being uncomfortable and awkward. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And I'm sure that the awkwardness it it feeds off of each other. You know, your your partner is like, Okay, you're being awkward, so or being weird, like Mm This is making me uncomfortable, too.
0: Yeah. So, why are you trying to do this, Well, I, th- I think that one of, the, one of the differences is, on any given night, I don't need to give you a massage to have sex with you.
2: Mm-mm.
0: But I think a lot of guys will pinpoint, well, you know, this one time I gave my wife a massage and it ended in sex. And then it goes back to what we initially said about it's not special anymore. Mm-hmm. If you're like, oh, hey. I got all the lotions and stuff right here. Again. It's massage time. Uh-huh. She knows you're just trying to get laid. And she's like, oh my
1: gosh. Yeah. Dude, you're trying too hard. It's like,
0: really? <laughs> and that's where the just rub my back comes uh-huh. in. Yeah, I know. You know, uh-huh. I want a massage, but I don't want it to turn into sex. And that's where that category of woman is created.
2: Mm-hmm. Because
0: of a desperate husband thinks back to, well, I gave her a massage you know, once. I mean I know the fir- I remember the first massage I ever gave you when we were dating.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I didn't have to give you a massage to have sex with you. We were gonna do it whether I gave you a massage or not. Mm-hmm. I thought it would be a fun experience, you thought it would be a fun experience, and so we did it. And we have never since given each other massage that didn't turn into sex. Mm-hmm. But it's not from an expectation point of view. Mm-hmm. It's really just a natural progression yeah. of touching one another. That gets there, mm-hmm. but not every couple has that. Not yeah. every partner is going to react to physical touch like we do. I know, or like you may with someone else. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're if you're a physical touchy filly type of girl, and you're with a guy that isn't touchy filly, then that's the wrong chemistry. Oh yeah, it's not going to work. Uh huh. You know, and that was one of the things even with my ex was zero oh. compassion, mm-hmm. zero. Um, you know, desire for any type of PDA or anything like that at all. And I'm not overly touchy-feely. I think with you and I, we, we it seems like we just always end up kind of like touch each other, whether we're in the car or we're holding hands or whatever it is. Um, and But I think that's, once again, it's a natural thing for us. Well,
1: and we want to touch each other. Yeah. Like... If you don't want to have that physical connection with your partner, I don't think mm-hmm. it's a, it's not a good sign, really. Yeah, right. Because you have you have to want to be physical mm-hmm. with your partner. You have to want to them to touch you and you to touch them.
0: And I think that men really miss mm-hmm. the miss the fact that women are just so different. You, whatever you read, I mean, if you if you eat, the stuff we talk about, that's why we say what these methods work for us, your results may vary. That's Mm -hmm. why we say it at the beginning of every episode, (laughs) because you aren't me and your wife isn't Crystal. Mm -hmm. And so our techniques may not work for you because you guys are just a different makeup. Your your combination of what makes you a couple or you a person is completely different than what ours is. Mm -hmm. It's not that one's worse or better. It's just that it's different. But you do need to understand that if you want a certain type of high sex level in your relationship or physicality in your relationship, you need to be with someone who has that same vision of a relationship.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, I knew when I got divorced, I did not want someone else that was completely disinterested in sex all the time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I wanted someone that wanted to be touched and wanted to touch me And wanted to do sexual things with me on a very regular basis.
1: Well, and I think that, you know...
0: Very regular basis.
1: (laughs) I think that a lot of people, or a lot of men, you know, they're with women that aren't, you know, sexual or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I guess there's... I know that most recently there's there's a lot of women that are going through that a lot. But I think that um, you end up feeling like... That's not possible.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I'm not... I'm never going to find that. Yeah. Like, that's just how women are. Mm-hmm. They're just not sexual beings.
0: Or the other expectation is no matter how sexual they are in the beginning, it's going right. to lessen. Uh-huh. They're going to hit a point where they're not sexual anymore.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Is that true for the majority of women? I guess so. Mm-hmm. And can you really tell if it's going to be true or not with your partner? I don't think you can. I know. And that, that sucks. That's that you're You're not going to know when you're dating or when you first get engaged or you first get married or whenever you first start having sex, whatever your, and that's what we talked about on the sex one, whatever your frequency of sex is during that, I call it the honeymoon phase, but it's really just whenever you start having sex. Mm-hmm. If you first physically get intimate with one another and you're having sex seven days a week, you can't have sex more than seven days a week. mm <laughs> If you first get intimate and your partner only wants sex twice a week, it's never going to become more than that.
1: I know. Yeah.
0: It's only going to get worse. Mm-hmm. And so you have to know, I think that that's where, if you're with a partner that has, you're having sex with seven days a week and, and it gets bumped down to five or four after four years, is that really that big a deal? No. No. <laughs> There's people out there that are like four times a week. Are you fucking kidding me? I have sex four times a year. <laughs> no. You know, or less. Yeah. I mean, that's how I was. Mm-hmm. Way less than that. And so it's all relative to what, what you want, what you can put up with. But I think one of the big indicators is that initial whatever that honeymoon phase looks like. Because mm-hmm. that's, for most couples, that's about as good as it's going to get. Mm-hmm. So if it's not enough, then it's not going to be enough in five years and it's sure as shit, not going to be enough in 10 years Mm -hmm. and it's not going to be enough in 20 years, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: So I think that's really the only way to, to gauge it Mm
1: -hmm.
0: of what it is. Um, but I think that when, when men start going through that stuff, they, and and this, this is an assumption. It's not even an assumption. This is what I was looking for. So I'm not even going to discredit it by saying it's an assumption, When I said, I meet everything on this checklist as a partner, what I wanted to hear from someone or what I wanted to hear from my partner or an objective third party or an unbiased third party, whatever it is, was, gee, Seth, you're doing everything right. I don't know why she doesn't want to have sex with you. She should. Mm -hmm. That's all I wanted to hear.
1: Really? But, like, I mean, even with you hearing that, though, and your partner not wanting to have sex with you, it still doesn't... It doesn't I, fix the situation. Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't do anything. It wouldn't make anything better. No. So, I mean, why but even want to hear that?
0: Because it gives you at least the diagnosis that you're not doing anything wrong. Yeah. It's, it's, it's able to say, well, at least I know I'm doing everything that I can. Mm-hmm. And it's really the shift of the blame. And, and at the end of the day, it's a very selfish reason. To want to do it,
2: mm-hmm.
0: selfless would be not looking for that validation, mm-hmm. not looking for that end result. It would be being truly sincere and honest about it. Of, I do these things for my partner. I don't care if I get laid or not. Most guys aren't like that, mm-hmm. and I don't. I'm not saying that that's wrong. If you are like that, or you aren't like that, but unfortunately for women, this ball is in your court. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think they like to hear that. if you have that partner, you know for the for the the woman that that reached out to us if you if you're dealing with that, you have to figure out why you're not attracted and have a very open, tough conversation with your partner
2: mm-hmm. yeah
0: on how to fix it or not fix it
2: mm-hmm.
0: You're not going to be able to manufacture. An innate desire to want to physically engage with your partner on a very regular basis,
1: well, and I think that sometimes it's gonna be a hard it's gonna be hard for the woman to realize that that this is the hard truth to her too mm-hmm. and, and you know it's like of course it's gonna suck for him, yeah, but at the same time, she is gonna feel bad mm-hmm. and like well. You know, there's no good reason. There really isn't a good reason for me to feel this way. But this is how I feel and you know, I'm I'm not sure how how we're going to get through this, but you know, these are my feelings for now. And maybe we can get through it, maybe we won't be able to. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um I mean I don't know.
0: Well, I think you have to you have to try things. Mm Mm-hmm. If you want to stay together and you're not really sure why the desire or the intimacy is affected, you have to be open and willing to trying things that can reignite that or ignite it for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of it you know, may, may be a little experimental. Some of it may seem a little odd or weird, but if that's what you really want... If your end in, in result is to stay with this person, you have to. Mm-hmm. You have to try those things. If... But but, but even all that being said, you can't discount chemistry. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, we recently had a conversation with someone that talked about, you know, I never understood the passion you guys talked about until I had that with someone else who wasn't my partner. Mm -hmm. And then it made sense. Now, I'm by no means recommending that you go out and find someone to be passionate with that's not your partner, But I do share that because this person did find a natural, passionate connection with someone Mm -hmm. that wasn't their partner. Mm -hmm. And it was, you know, after the fact of things happening and stuff like that. But I think that you don't know what that is until you see it or until you experience it or you feel it. Mm -hmm. And I think it's... Trying to explain what natural passion would be to, is the same as trying to explain to someone that was born blind what the color green looks like.
1: I know. Yeah.
0: Because if you haven't seen it, you haven't felt it, you haven't experienced it, you haven't been exposed to it, you don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Mm-hmm. You just dismiss it. Mm-hmm. And, and you, you shoo it off or you start lying to yourself and be like, well, we have passion or we've had passion. Well, you know you haven't. And you haven't had the real passion that it takes to have the longevity To maintain and sustain that level of passion in your relationship. Mm -hmm. I mean, if, I I mean, I I don't, we do put a lot of emphasis on sex Mm -hmm. on here. A lot. Because for me, it's because I came from a 12 year sexless relationship. Mm -hmm. And so to finally have someone who is completely on the same page with me and, wants sex as bad, if not more, <laughs> than, than <laughs> I do is what is very meaningful to me. And I think that a lot of people can look at that as shallow and people can look at that as, you know, they start throwing these what-ifs and these hypotheticals in there. And you can say all that you want, but you can't underplay it
2: Mm-mm.
0: if, depending on what you value in a relationship. And we both value good, hot, passionate sex. I know,
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And others don't. I know. And
0: if you're one that does and your partner doesn't, I don't know how to tell you to create that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Your partner's not going to be able to pull it out of thin air.
1: Mm-mm.
0: You know? Period. Yeah. I know.
1: Yeah.
0: And your partner may may even think, and that's why why I, I share that story. We, we've met people that you would say, well, they're just not a sexual person. They're just mm-hmm. not into sex. And then they are when they're with the right person. I know. That is
1: the thing. I, that is... The most truest statement yeah. ever because, I mean, I've known multiple people mm-hmm. like that and where they don't
0: have. They're like, I'm not I'm just not into sex. Yeah. And then you they don't have out,
1: passion with their. Yeah. With, they're just not into yeah. sex
0: with the person they're with. Mm-hmm. Not that they're this completely innate and sexual person. Mm-hmm. It was just the person they were with didn't well, do it for I know, them. They and, didn't even realize it.
1: And I think that I mean, I think that I kind of experienced that with my ex, too. Mm-hmm. You know, and then to get with you and everything is like perfect, Mm -hmm. you know, and like you, you just can't have better sex than than that. Right, And it's, it is unexplainable. And I don't think that people, not everybody understands it. Mm -hmm. And, And I, I hope that, you know, one day people will. Find that person, and hopefully it'll be the person that they end up with. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I don't know with the with the the guy and the gal that reached out though. Like, I would say for the girl, I mean, <sighs> I think that it's hard for for us to. To give any kind of advice to her, good advice to her, because it's not, it's not up to her or her partner even that she has this kind of physical connection with him.
0: You can't tell someone that's not physically drawn in a sexual manner to their partner that, well, you're just gonna have to. Mm-hmm. You can't. No. You you just can't. And you
1: can't fake it,
0: yeah, they're gonna either have to figure out how to make that happen, which like i said i I don't think you can manufacture that
1: um,
0: if If you're sexually inhibited due to your own faults or your own traumatic experiences or things like that, I think those are things that can be fixed through a sex therapist and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if those things are absent and you just realize. That there's just no sexual chemistry between you and your partner. What is it? Are there crutches that you have? I mean, are you know, are are getting drunk to have sex? That's not something you can't sustain.
2: Mm-mm.
0: Are you know, watching porn every time you want to have sex? That's that's so unhealthy to do that every single time you want to have sex with your partner that you have to rely on. And we did an episode on porn, and that was where we said we think just like anything else. In healthy doses it's okay mm-hmm. um, or in you know conjunction with other things we don't feel that it's damaging to your relationship mm-hmm. but if you have to you know if you have to every time you're going to have sex pregame with porn or throw porn on to be attracted to your partner, can you really sustain that you know are are you really just manufacturing a sexual the, des- the desire to be pleased and then your partner really ends up being that well i don't i would have had sex with anybody at that point
2: because
0: mm-hmm. um, that's not healthy either um you know we, we we've heard and seen of people that you know have to you know bust out toys to get in the mood and they a woman will use a toy to climax and then help her husband is that something you guys feel that you can maintain is that your version of, of a good, healthy sexual relationship, if so, okay. I don't think it is. That's not
1: my version of it. Yeah, I but you,
0: you have to discover what both of your versions are mm-hmm. and, and get on the same page, if possible. Right. Um, but it is very hard to to tell her, well, you need to do this. Oh, because yeah. Because you can't.
1: You can't tell her. You really yeah. can't. I mean, I think at least for the dude... We can tell him to, like how you said earlier, to stop doing mm-hmm. certain things and stop being, I don't know,
0: <laughs> such a pussy. Yeah. Or, or ch- try it without the intent to have sex. hmm Be like, hey, do you want to massage? I'm not going to. You know, if she said, just rub my back. <laughs> you know, she's that type of bitch. <laughs> oh, my god! You know. What you yeah. then be like that? Yeah, be like you know. Hey, you want a massage tonight? You know, I'm not. I'm not gonna try anything. I'm not even in the mood. Mm. Act like you know. I don't. Know, I don't know if that's good advice to be like. <laughs> act like you're not interested in her in that way. Play a little hard to get. You're making yourself too available in the relationship. Uh-huh. You know when, what was it that I said about when we talk about dating your partner?
1: Oh, when, that's when, what I was wanting to get at too, because we were talking
0: about that and, um, and this really. T- I mean. The reason we we bring in the nice guys finish last is because traditionally, that's a very true statement, mm-hmm. and I think that people think that once they get married, if a nice guy finds somebody, they're like, "Oh, I didn't finish last. I found this," but then they find themselves finishing last with their partner, mm-hmm. and it's not that anybody's beating you. It's just you're coming. You're in beating the last yourself because you're beating yourself. Yeah. yeah, and so I I had said that when I say. Or we say, I just hit the microphone. That was probably really loud to somebody. Um, when we say never stop dating your partner, we mean very specifically. <laughs> how did I
1: put it? I, I'm trying to remember because it was funny. I was cracking up. Uh, we, What were you saying? You said the, um, the it doesn't Never mean- stop
0: dating your partner from the perspective of. I know I'm going to get dressed up nice. I'm going to look good. You're going to get dressed up nice. You're going to look good. We're going to go on date night, and we're going to have some really hot fucking later on, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to give it to you really good. Mm -hmm. That's our completely (laughs) inappropriate, uncensored version of never stop dating your partner. What we don't mean is the... Thomas engine that, you know, whatever, the little train that could uh always climb that hill trying to be like, oh, I'm going to do this and do that and do this and cross my fingers that that I'm going to maybe get to second base tonight. (laughs) That's not what we mean. You've (laughs) got to come at it with some confidence that it's your fucking partner. It's your partner. It's who you married. You both chose each other. You should both be
1: comfortable around each other and confident around each other. And you should have the confidence to be like. We're going to fuck tonight.
0: Yeah. You should not be rolling the dice that on your birthday or her birthday or your (laughs) anniversary or Valentine's Day that, well, if everything goes as planned, I'm going to get lucky. (laughs) No. Just like fucking roses on Valentine's Day, getting some good hot sex should be a given. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean it should be an expectation that you don't have to do anything for. Right. No, 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 no. It's yours to lose. Mm-hmm. It should just be there unless you know somebody's on their period or something like that's happening. Then maybe it's off the table. But if you find yourself in those key moments throughout the year of really trying to lay the groundwork and the foundation in, in hopes that you're going to finally have sex with your fucking wife tonight, <laughs> that's pathetic. It is. You know? Uh-huh. It, it should really be from that perspective of, oh hell yeah it's our anniversary we're gonna go out I'm gonna look good she's gonna look good we're gonna have some nice ass food and then we're gonna get it all <laughs> yeah it shouldn't be like oh if she's in a great mood and, and we can find a babysitter and if I get a couple of glasses of wine in her uh huh I mean and, and then
1: you, everything has to be yeah, absolutely yeah the fucking perfect.
0: stars have to align yeah. <laughs> and having sex with your wife's like solving a Rubik's Cube beforehand I mean that, that you're, you're just miserable schmuck at that point I know um in ladies, you shouldn't be putting your partner through that. I know, but I think they
1: put them through because of what we said. They're not. They're not completely. She's, she's just
0: not that into you.
1: <laughs> even and your own. She doesn't own, want
0: you into her.
1: Even her own husband. That's yeah. what's sad about it, though. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and I think that, that that's where I, I do feel bad for for the woman on because your only option is you have to communicate it. You have to have the conversation. Yeah. You you have this poor guy that's doing all of these things. But do for you. you really
1: feel bad for the woman because she is the one that. Didn't communicate something in the beginning, and ended up with this schmuck in yeah, the first place. Well, I don't think
0: they need to pay a penance for it. I mean, they, I think that a lot of women tr- were trying to do the right thing. Yeah, I think a lot of women. I think, you know how they say that you know a uh, a man marries a woman hoping she never changes, and a woman marries a man thinking she can change him into what she mm-hmm. wants him to be. Yeah, I think that that's there's some he- truth behind that. Mm-hmm. A man won't marry a woman that he doesn't want to have sex with. And I think a woman will marry a man thinking, well, I'll I'll get to. That's why you don't see the reverse. um, Very rich. You're not going to see a rich 70-year-old woman marrying a 20-year-old stud. (laughs) Because a dude isn't going to marry somebody he's not physically or sexually attracted to. Mm -hmm. But women will. Unfortunately, not all of them, not even a good majority of them, but there are some out there that will marry someone where the sexual chemistry isn't there with the thought process, the hopes that it will get there. Mm -hmm. We'll learn to love each other. I mean, you hear that even in like other countries, you know, uh, prearranged marriages and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, that's true. We'll
0: we'll get to that point when that should be something that's at the forefront in that beginning part of that relationship. That should be
1: on point right away. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I know.
0: So I do feel for her for the woman in the situation I because I think that you know it was like I love him he's great he does all these things I just I'm not attracted to I know
1: and I, I I'm not saying that I don't feel for her because I I completely understand how what, where she's coming from and exactly how she feels and I think that I do think though that it's unfair to the man in the situation because it's like, well, well, what do I, what do I do? You know, her mm-hmm. husband, what do I do? She's yeah. Not, Cause there's nothing he can do, yeah. but, but there's nothing she, she could, can I do. Think either. It's equally, I, I mean, I,
0: I think it's equally sad for both mm-hmm. involved I know because she can't manufacture something and there's nothing that he's going to do. That's going to make that happen. Mm-hmm. I know. And I think that that's where, you you see women hit points with that where that's how sex with their husband becomes work
1: mm-hmm. i know because
0: it's like well ugh, i can't keep telling him no i mean he's he's done all this he's earned it <laughs> i've got to give it up oh my gosh you know and yeah. and i think that they 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 have guilt sex
2: mm-hmm. because they feel guilted that's into not it
0: good. instead of you know unabashed passion and you know keeping your hands off of each other
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know I think that do you do things together that are are hot and passionate or do you th- do things together that are cute
2: mm-hmm.
0: I mean if you and your partner do things that you know brothers and sisters would do there's nothing passionate or hot about that hopefully <laughs> oh, hopefully
2: I, know. I, know.
0: I mean it's like mm-hmm. our I think about the uh, <laughs> that Masterminds movie with Zach Galifianakis mm-hmm. when yeah. him and Kate McKinnon took their engagement photos together.
2: Yeah.
0: Are you taking photos like that, where you're sharing a swing together in your your shorts <laughs> and a you know collared shirt and a stupid hat? Oh
1: my god! Or are you doing
0: a a sexy boudoir shoot? Right. Where you're naked. You know. Yeah. And so I think that you know what. Well,
1: I mean. And not again,
0: everybody has to do
1: the sexy naked boudoir well, shoot. I'm just saying. But that, like. Come on, like get get sexy with each other, yeah, mm-hmm.
0: and how comfortable
1: or uncomfortable is is that either one, yeah, really-huh,
0: mm-hmm. yep
1: <laughs> I don't know I don't know, I mean, I think that it was uh I think this is a fun topic to discuss and and <clears throat> I don't think it had a good ending it it doesn't, I don't think it really does because there's not i'm sorry you guys but there's not really much of a solution for for either party mm-hmm. it's really if it is are you each attracted to each other mm-hmm. enough yeah and if not then well
0: in 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 my in my last relationship i really wanted someone to i mean i i convinced her to go get blood work and you know, get seen by a doctor to what's wrong with you. Why, why are you, and she, you know, I don't want to say she was a good sport, but she did those things. Mm -hmm. And I was really, it wasn't that I was really concerned for her health or her mental state. You were
1: concerned for you. Yeah. It was very (laughs)
0: selfish of me to be like, I want you to go to a doctor and doctor be like, if you're, you're a perfectly healthy, whatever age woman, Mm -hmm. you should want to have sex with your husband and that's what you need to do. That's what I wanted. Uh Um, And that was horribly unfair from my perspective. Yeah. Uh, to do that.
1: And a doctor isn't going to tell you that.
0: and a therapist isn't going to tell you that. If you both go to therapy and you say, look, I do A, B, C, D, E, F, and G for my wife, and all I want in return is some sex, a a, a good therapist will never be like, well, he does all this shit, you need to fuck him. (laughs) That's not what's going to happen. No. The question is, why don't you want to? Why Mm -hmm. don't you want to have sex? Even if he didn't do those things.
1: Well, and I guess the therapist will maybe dig down a little deeper and maybe... They may
0: be able to help you find...
1: With the gut, yeah, you know the whole actual reasoning behind it.
0: Mm-hmm. But I mean, and that's that's unfortunately why you see people in those type of marriages connect with other people or coworkers or mm-hmm. friends or whoever, where there is a better chemistry mm-hmm. um, that not everybody should act on, but in occasion they do. Mm-hmm. And and find out that that that's the chemistry they were looking for that they don't have with their partner, um, and it was more natural. It felt more natural, and it was everything that they had hoped and wanted it to be with their partner, but didn't have.
1: Mm, that's what we got. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know.
0: I guess as usual, <laughs> find a better partner. <laughs>
1: Gosh! Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't really know how how else to yeah. to end this episode because it's not gonna be. I have know,
0: a feeling I'm gonna listen back to this and be like, "That was harsh." Yeah. Why did I'll be like, "Why did you let me say that?"
1: <laughs> That's okay. I mean, I think that I think we needed to be real and raw with people and mm-hmm. and and let everyone know exactly how we feel about it because we do. We really do truly think that nice guys do finish last, mm-hmm. and that's just, a, almost a sad statement. But it's, it's true, and sometimes the truth hurts. So, yep. yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, I don't have anything else to add, though. Do you?
0: I I think that if you're if you're a guy and you're trying to look for a solution, I I would. I mean, my my biggest advice at this point would be manufacture some confidence. Whatever you need to do to boost your confidence level, you know, whether that's hitting the gym, whether that's you know, giving yourself a pep talk, whether that's doing things that gives you the confidence. <sighs> Women are drawn to confident men. They just are. I mean, it's it's just a biological fact. Mm-hmm. Not everyone, and I don't want to hear your weird beliefs on that shit, but most women are um so even
1: if they don't want to admit it yeah even if they don't want to admit it <laughs>
0: figure out how to do that
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know there, there there is something there is something to that and and if you aren't getting sex anyway what's it gonna hurt
1: i know yeah really though
0: try it that's true you know mm-hmm. yeah. save your everybody's perfect bullshit for later mm-hmm. um but you know act a little more confident do those things to give yourself some more confidence and portray it that way, you know, hold your head up, pull those shoulders back, stick that chest out. You're a peacock. You were meant to fly.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. Shut <laughs> <up>. No. No. <laughs>
0: I've been trying to quote other guys for the last couple of weeks. i love okay. it. Okay.
1: Um,
0: but yeah, I, I think just you know, step back a little bit. Don't be so freaking catering. You're not her butler. You're not her maid. You're not her caregiver. Mm -hmm. You are her husband, and you are a man. Fucking act like one.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think that's good. Yeah. I don't have anything for you, chick. Sorry. No. (laughs) My bad. (laughs) Didn't work out for me,
0: so... Way to go. (laughs) You should have been like, you need to find yourself a confident-ass man.
1: (laughs) There you go. That's that's what it is. Uh Uh-huh. But, yeah, I mean, as always, you all... Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast. And we'll talk to you next week. Thanks.